popsyndicate.com. Your one stop for all your unhealthy obsessions. Breaking news and in-depth reviews on all of your favorite movies, music, TV shows, podcasts, comics, books. Popsyndicate.com. All your unhealthy obsessions. The break room where cutting edge technology lives. All right, check out this bad boy. 12 (laughs) megabytes of RAM, 500 megabyte hard drive, built-in spreadsheet capabilities, and a modem that transmits at over 28,000 BPS. Wow. What are you going to use it for? Games and stuff. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. My headphones just went you out completely. Broke all what the, the hell? You could have broken all the microphones by doing that. Mm, that's true. I think I did because my headphones are out completely. That's what okay. the hell? Sweet. Mm. I'll make do. Oh, there went my headphones. Oh, great. And, oh, great. <laughs> and there we go. Planner on the way out. Yay for technology. <laughs> mm. Splitters apparently do not seem to be the most reliable. <laughs> Best in audio Thanks, quality. you just okay. knocked my headphones out again. You just Appreciate turned it all off, back Dustin. In? I didn't even know. Yeah, they were working just fine. <laughs> Thanks, Dustin. You just turned this all off. <laughs> Way to go. Let me just... I, what are you doing? I apologize to all our listeners out there. Oh, now you're fucking up my headphones. <laughs> Is that better? There okay, they're on. I'm just going to stand here right here. I'm going to hold my arm out like this. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> there. Everybody Leave good on. now? I'm okay, good. Don't, don't breathe. Okay. Actually... <laughs> Okay. Burn that son of a bitch. <laughs> so it feels like this morning, a beautiful Saturday morning. In All right, uh, a very, uh, a very, very gray Dallas, Texas. It is. It's another awkward Saturday morning show we haven't had in a long time. We've had one of these in a while. It's gonna suck, though. I'm sure. We're gonna try our best to make sure it does. We have Taking such confidence. Length of the mar- massive marble shaft. Yep, we're already there. <laughs> it's over. So here we go. Let's kick it off with the voicemail. In three. Two. In a world where no one pays attention to the things I say, uh, I just listened to episode 141, and I quit smoking over a year and a half ago. So, yeah. Breakroom.com, or org. Breakroom.org. <laughs> out, go, out, out, go. Out, out. Are, are we a non-profit? I, I guess so. technically we Do are. Do we make any money? I guess technically we are. Technically we lose money. So the org does fit. Technically, we're an Enron or not an Enron. No, they've, made, they've made a lot of money. I don't know. I Technically, we're a GM. There you go. We're just concerned for everyone's health, everyone in the world. That's why we're a dot org, right? <clears throat> we often send doctors to Africa, mostly to kill people. But the bisexual, transgendered, and two-spirited Aleutian Eskimos. Those are the only ones that'll go right. for us. <laughs> Are these all from the same person? No, they have. That's one of their different numbers. Oh, I can't <laughs> see from over here. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you! I just listened to a little bit more of the show, and I thought it would be appropriate for me to call in and say that I also have masturbated in every single place that I've ever worked. Uh, I'd go out, go out, gasoline, high five. Who is that? Uh, that's after Dean. Is that him? 
I'm guessing that voice does sound less smoky. <clears throat> it does actually. I'm guessing it's in thirteen. Maybe in the background. he has a filter on his mic when he does the show. An extra the smoky smoke voice filter. Yeah. Smoke voice effect. Maybe he like set, sets like six cigarettes on a little holder in front of the mic <laughs> and, and talks, just through, talks them? through them. <laughs> That's an interesting filtering system. Surely they have something like artificial in GarageBand or something by now. Artificial smoky voice. Yeah, yeah. Your smokeometer, lung filter. cancer filter. Right. You can get like up to stoma. <laughs> you know, point. I find his wife's cancer funny. Well, all right. Here's uh, a new caller. Or nude. I don't know. Hold on. Person called five times. So I hope they're all this quality. <laughs> I'm guessing this is Poseidon Adventure. Hello. Oh my god. I'm guessing this is okay. I'm guessing it's Poseidon Adventure, and he like it's one of those things where he like dialed the number in his phone, but he's so nervous he couldn't just get himself to hit send. <laughs> so he was like, "No, I just can't call. I'm too nervous to talk to my idols." <laughs> so he puts it in his pocket and accidentally hits send. Because the number's already in there. Something like that. One of the times he'll get the courage to talk. Hey, what's up, break room? Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. The Poseidon Adventure. Calling you from the Man in the Field Report. Reporting live, Cheryl Jackson and Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom. Checking out Mr. Mr. Chopper, Chopper, Chopper Dave. Favorite band, Third Eye Blind. What's up, Chopper? All right, just wanted to give you guys a review of the show. So far, it hasn't started yet. So I will call you back with another report. Thank you. Goodbye. Nice. Who was the band? Was it Spider-Man? Third Eye Blind. Oh, they said Spider-Man. My favorite band. All right, well, here's maybe the review. Hello. (laughs) Live audio. What's up, break room? This is uh, the Poseidon Adventure calling back, a.k.a. 789, a.k.a. your mother's favorite four-finger knuckle. What's up? Guess what? The show has not started yet. <laughs> Just keeping you informed. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh. That's awesome. Oh. That's some good, good, good survey. Getting, getting nice really good in the field reporting. Play-by-play here. Maybe this is it. Chop, 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 baby, what's up? Most like a drive-by. This is for you, my brother. Only the Poseidon adventure will be able to bring it to you live. I expect my check in the mail. You can put that check with my motherfucking magnet. Where's my magnet, man? That shit ain't come to my house yet. Alright, I'll forgive you because you're the best person on the show. But, alright. Enjoy this little interlude, okay, please? Hold on. Does that sound just like Third Eye Blind? Is that just that, like one of the concerts? That sounds about live, yeah. So you have a formal apology that you would like to issue. You know, I do. If you're a real fan, you would have been there with him last night. That's true. That's a good That's point. That's true. Um, it's kind of scary that he uh, knows me almost better than my wife does and knows my favorite <laughs> Third Eye Blind song. That's true. Um just want to say sorry to all the fans out there that have been waiting for their magnets, checking their mailboxes every day, 
probably four times a day. Right. Even At after they, even after they get their mail, they go back to make sure they didn't miss it. Thought it might be an extra special delivery. As of Friday, yesterday, five your magnets are in the U.S. mail. Now you ship them overnight UPS, no, right? No, I ship them standard U.S. mail. <clears throat> so you get there in, in 14 to 21 so days. <laughs> you might get them, you might not. And one of the, But they are know, officially in the mail. And one of the post people might steal it. Yes. Because they're that valuable. Once they see what it is. Right. <clears throat> I did write care of break room on the uh, envelope, <laughs> so they might try to steal whatever's inside. Why wouldn't they? I have you been pulled by a sandstorm. This is mine. So and it's actually in the mail. It only took me like a month or two months or whatever to get it in the mail. Something like that. That's what you call a speedy turn. But during my lunch break yesterday, I went and did it. I was tired of being the bad bad host mm. of the show and promising things and not following through. You are through. the face of the show, so right. you really well, need to actually get you know, some shit going. Make our image look better. It's in the mail. Costing me like $7 to ship them out because wow. one of the fuckers <laughs> lives in Canada. Well, that's we are a non-profit. So... so Adds to, that, living in add, Canada. that adds to less of our profit. So damn foreigners, go. damn living in America's hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one last one from Posadon Adventure. It's our treasure trail. <laughs> What's up, Ray Grom? It's the Posadon Posadon Adventure. If you can guess what my name means, I will give you a million dollars, or maybe something almost as good. Uh, the show is over. It was an excellent show. Dave, your band has represented. Uh, you can go to sleep and sleep easy because there was an excellent surveying in the house tonight. No one was beaten down. Everyone had an excellent time. And your man in the field, Mr. 789, is so happy to have represented the break room this evening. Uh, I was hoping we could get a backstage pass with Mr. Stephen Jenkins. Um, but it did not work out. So I will bid you farewell, and you better put my fucking magnet in the mail, you motherfucker. Night night from the Muslims. Night night. Night night. Night night. Man, third eye blind. They don't have their bass player anymore. <clears throat> so they're a band without a bass. The, well, they have a new bass player, but it's not Aaron. The bass player that's been with them for forever. All right. Very sad. Sad day for the fans. <clears throat> He was one of the, I'm pretty sad the about highlights it. of the band. So they replaced him with Flea? I don't know who it is now. Some random guy. Never heard of. Mm. Basie Baseman? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's Charlie. He's always a fill-in. It's Charlie. Oh, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> wow, we haven't heard about that. Amazing. Scoreboard. Indeed. Scoreboard. Speaking of Charlie. That was very uh, nice of Poseidon Adventure. It was. Give us the third eye blind review. Mm. You heard about it? It was a good surveying. I think I communicated to you survey. guys about our uh, crew member death. Over the week? No, who was that? Oh yes. Oh yeah. yeah, we. I forgot about that. When are we ever going to do a double dead? I don't know. All right, we need to actually do that. I We're, think this is something we need to pick up like <coughs> next week because we already know he's going to be in though. Let's do a double dead next week. All right, we'll do a double dead. We're done with Dollhouse until next season. Thank God. Maybe uh, maybe permanently. Don't we have to do no, the final one tonight? They guess what? They're back for season two. They did. Uh, They're getting picked up. The formal announcement comes Monday. So what they scaled down budget. Oh, oh that'll be even God. great. At least they don't use uh, monsters. That's that's it's not, true. It's not a big special effects show, so that's something. What a dork! Sure, now the uh, computer stuff will look even more fake than right. it already does. Great. It'll be made out of cardboard. Damn it! 
now Stick instead figure. of actually having a kind of a cool 3D brain <coughs> flying into other brains, it's just going to be like a flash animation. <laughs> if that. Yeah. It'll be hand drawings. It'll be like the mutant enemy thing at the end. <laughs> That's how the whole show will be. Uh, all right. It'll be PowerPoints. <laughs> they come in with different effects yeah. and shit. I figured it'd just be Play-Doh. I just uh, have to lay this brain over this other brain's can. <laughs> and just another slide goes up. <laughs> Exciting. Oh, fuck that. All right, so we have something to talk about today. Music <clears throat> to review. Critique. No, I guess critique, really. Critique is what it would be. Explode all over. <laughs> Dustin's going to beat us down with music today. Absolutely. That's what As we if do. Saturdays weren't a beat down enough. That's what Saturdays we do with uh, musical he menages, don't we? purposely told me this week this was all just to beat us down, this entire segment. Mainly to beat him down, mostly. Hey, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. Well. But I'm sure you will join me in the <clears> I'm beat, sure in we'll, beat down we'll, we'll see. Beat down. Okay. Well, let's just roll with it. And go your, yawn, your yawn tells me a lot. Yep. So what are we doing this week, Dustin? Why don't you listen to the intro? Oh, I didn't know we had an if intro. If you can't understand it, then Sorry. we'll explain it. Excuse, excuse. Excuse. <coughs> Oh wow! You okay? Welcome to American Idol versus iTunes. Who will be shittier? Like anyone can ever know that. So, American Idol versus side shoes. Sideshoes. <laughs> so, we'll just roll with that, and you can see if you can figure that out as we go. See if we can figure out what side shoes are. <laughs> if you couldn't understand our new uh, mushmouth electronic voice, as you can't ever understand any of yeah. them. So I don't know why well, you expect to understand him. Charles, it's why we hired Charles. He was the <clears> most intelligible. Unfortunately, he got uh, he got computer aids. And, uh, <laughs> he got the swine flu. Uh, it was one of the deaths. Uh, passed away. He's dead. But um, in any case, this is actually the top five final performers on American Idol of this season versus oh, yeah. uh, the top five current songs on iTunes. Being that it's a show that I used to watch, I actually did not watch it all this season. <clears throat> I don't know. I although I've heard from people that do watch it, this was one of the better seasons in a while. Really? The, I don't know the guy. The, the I've big... never watched one. I, the only thing I've ever watched is a couple of the parts where they're making yeah. fun of people during the auditions. I've never watched it in one minute of the actual show. They the uh, gay dude on there that everybody says is awesome. <clears throat> I've heard a couple of his like clips on the super. Really whatever. not that awesome. Oh, he'll he be just screams. There. He just screams. That's all he does. Well, he'll be a part of this. All right. All right, so All right. we'll start with number five, <clears throat> and we'll go ahead and Cinco. start with, um, I guess we'll go ahead and start with the uh, American Idol version first. All right. This is from a guy named uh, Matt Gerard, and it's a cover, as all of these will how did be. You ra- uh, how did you rank them? Just like random American Idols versus? They're, when they were voted off. They're uh, okay. voted off order. I got um, They haven't done the top two yet, so I just put them in order of what is assumed how it's going to go. Okay. But uh, all the rest are already said and done, so... Number five, like I said, is from Matthew Gerard, and it's a song called My Funny Valentine. This is an original, right? Absolutely. All of, the, all of them are. Look so Yet you're my That's not terrible. I mean, it's fairly not faithful terrible. to the original version. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's not awful. I've heard worse See, versions of that. That's not terrible. My whole thing with the show is I just don't give a fuck about these people. Oh, yeah. So I don't even care to hear them sing <clears throat> decent versions of covers of songs, you know? Now, I did see this last 
this last episode. And I guess when I get down to the last few, I go back to their hometowns and yeah. do concerts and shit. Oh my god! All those little girls are fucking obsessed. These people haven't even done anything yet. They're contestants on a well, show. They were, they were showing one in the soup from uh, <clears throat> from Friday. Yeah. Um, one of the guys that went back there, I think it was his last name was Goki or something. Yeah. Um, there was like some chick in pink plaid <laughs> pants, like that. running after his limo. Wait, wait for me. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, to your point, Dave. I mean, isn't every reality show about people you don't care about? Yeah, pretty it much. is. I mean, so is like road rules and real world and all right. that shit. And your favorite real world versus road rules, people challenge. you don't care about. Sorry, yeah. forgot the word challenge. <laughs> this season, it's the duel too. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and they do the stupid warrior dance at the first. <laughs> that is the dumbest intro of almost any show I've ever seen. All right, so you got that versus iTunes number five, which is yet another entry from the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> oh, huzzah! And the song is called Paranoid. If I ever decide to shoot myself, this will be playing a loot in the room where I committed the murder. What's going to happen when they get some pubes? I don't know, dude. When their balls actually drop, it's gonna be it's gonna be the end of their career. You know what? American Idol for the I'm win. I'm going for American Idol on that one <laughs> yeah. as well. That was terrible. I'll take wannabe Michael Bublé over that any day. Absolutely. All right, number four, American Idol. Uh, the contestant is uh, Allison Arahita, I believe it is. All right, and uh, she's covering a song called "Cry Baby." Kind of got F thirteen voice. She does just a little bit. Yeah, she's got to smoke. Uh, you know, like a whole pack filter right on her mic there. What was the the name of the chick that did the voice of uh, Jessica Rabbit? <clears throat> kind of sounds like her. I really don't remember. Who? Yeah. Anyways, not bad. Very Bonnie Raitt like. Yeah, it was all right. Well, see what you think of that versus uh, an entry from Lady Gaga. Oh God! Oh. Called Poker Face. Oh my God! No, it's gonna be stuck in my head all day. So far, I think uh, Idol's got a pretty good showing. Poker face, my poker face, my my poker face. So, my poker face, my poker face, my poker face. Which way are you going on that one? American Idol. <clears throat> I'm going Lady Shoot Gaga. Me in the fucking face. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm going it's Lady Gaga. A, that's terrible. It's awful. Gonna have to go with American Idol again. I can at least well. dance to Lady Gaga. I can't dance to American Idol. Because <laughs> you're always sometimes dancing. I just, sometimes I just need to dance. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes a girl has to dance. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I just 
and I love poker. So, is it like flash dance for you? It's a flash dance scene for you, but with Raga, isn't it? Uh huh. We're gonna see him rolling up in his uh, Explorer with the windows down, blasting that. <laughs> it's Lady Gaga, bitch. <laughs> I'll have the uh, the cards like hanging from the rearview mirror or something. It's the terrible. dice, of course, definitely m- dice. M- m- Big my fuzzy dice. Face, my poker face. All right, number three <clears throat> is earlier mentioned Danny Goki. All right, with a cover of. You are so beautiful. Ah. Dull contemporary classic generic sound, but it's all right. If you like that kind of music. That's like the worst song pick ever. It's so, it's so, it's like, so generic. Yeah, it's like the most generic song you could choose to sing. And you know what? I, I wouldn't. It's like it's right up there with Unchained Melody for me now. Like it used to be, I used to like it quite a bit. Yeah. But then everybody incorporates it on every effing show, and it's like, oh, it's yeah. just so trite now. And to do and to do a cover of that is is trite it's like times ten. Gavin McGraw and I don't want to be anything other than what I'm trying to be lately, or whatever yeah. the fuck that song is. Everybody seems to bust that out. I know too. it's, but that one is so it's a classic song. Yeah, and so it's been used so many more times over than that. It's just oh, such I know, a but I'm just beating that song now. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. yes, I acknowledge it's classic. I don't know but. what the next one will be on the iTunes, but I'm choosing it over that. All right, I guarantee it. No matter what, what it's Jonas is. Brothers. Number three is a uh, band called Pitbull with the oh, song. God. What have I gotten myself into? I know you want me, Caliocho. <laughs> God, I have heard the song. <laughs> you can dance to it. Yes, you can. He's dancing, folks. He's got the head boppa going. <laughs> it's this and Lady Gaga back to back on repeat. Uh, Pitbull I have heard that song because he goes, one. Two, three, uno, dos, tres. That's like the chorus or something, I think. If that's the song I'm thinking of. It's really stupid. It's really dumb. It's really, it's like uno, dos, catorce from uh, U2 and their stupid last album. He goes, you know, I haven't even heard that. Three, four, uno, dos, No, I don't mean the most recent one, the one before that. The, uh, I don't remember what it was called because it wasn't great. Line on the Horizon. So that was the latest one. It's no, the one before this that. one's no line. The other one was line. Oh, okay. So iTunes got two wins for Dave already. <laughs> That's kind of surprising. That one only to me. wins by default. Oh, okay. yeah. Just because you hate the other one. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I hate that one less. <clears throat> All right. Number two. Uh, this is one of the top two finalists, obviously. And a guy a... named uh, Chris Allen. Um, and he did a cover of, I believe this is a Kanye West song called <laughs> Heartless. Things we got into. And do I know some things that you ain't told me? And do I did some things without the old me in the night? I hear them song. The code is story. God, that's awful. Still better than Kanye West. It is. Yeah. I've heard a couple covers of that song. Yeah. I think like that's like the cool thing to do if you're like a white white guy that plays guitar or a white yeah. chick that plays guitars to cover that song right now. 
Yeah. I've heard it a couple different places. They're all way better than Kanye's version. Yeah, of course. So I was going to say, I think it's probably better than his. But, but that dude's voice was not very good. It's all right, a little screechy. That, but at the end right. of there, he was like struggling, it sounded like. Yeah, he was a little bit. Probably why he won't win, I'm assuming. I think so. that's kind of the... Uh, it's like the... I don't know. I don't want to say ace, like ace in the hole or the ace card you pull out, but it's like that standard card that some guy is going to pull out, let's go acoustic on a rap song. Yeah. Or, yeah. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. That's an example of it. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was all right. It's just it's a it's a standard card to play now, I guess. Yeah, on the show they freaking loved it. Everybody, of course loved they it. did. Of course, of course, because it's Which, different. Quite everybody frankly, loves Kanye's version though. I think I would take the Joe Cocker "You're So Beautiful" over that if I had to pick. Uh, but, um, anyway, let's go. Number two on the iTunes sign is on the iTunes side. <laughs> iTunes <laughs> sign is an entry from one of uh, I know your favorite artists. It's Eminem with uh, Beautiful. You are so beautiful. I'm starting to feel distant again, so I decided just to pick this pen. Up and try to make an attempt to vent, but I just can't admit. Or come to grips with the fact that I may be done with rap. I need a new outlet, and I know some shit so hard to swallow, but I just can't sit back and wallow in my own sorrow. But I know one fact, I'll be one tough act to follow. One tough act to follow, I'll be one tough act to follow. Here today, going tomorrow, but you have to walk a thousand miles. You know what I hate about Eminem? He's a cocky bastard. I hate that it took him like a hundred years to come out with this album, and it sounds like it was from the '90s with all his other albums. Yeah, it sounds exactly the fucking same. I wish, I wish this was supposed to be like his masterpiece album or whatever. It took yeah. him ten years to I make heard it. It it sounds exactly the same, and he's still doing the same videos, which are kind of funny, but yeah. it's still exactly the same. I wish a rapper would stay retired once in a while. You know, if you say you're going to retire, just fucking retire. You and Cher, all of you. Really, uh, I wish I could vote for neither because I'm really not a fan of either one of these. I like Eminem, all right? I'm not a tremendous fan. That was I think a beating, though. A good that rapper, song, but that is not one of the song appealing songs, just here, having heard that. Um, <clears throat> so, but, yeah. I'll right. take Idol over that. I pass. So, uh, for me, it's tied up. Yeah, I kind of think, think I'd probably go with Idol on that, too. So, yeah, I got three to one idol, actually. So it comes down to the number one <clears throat> spots to take the decision. It's like yeah. the game seven of the NBA finals right now. And I would say the number one spot <laughs> on uh, the American it's Idol like Denver side. like versus the Mavericks. Yep. Oh, wait. The American Idol side is maybe the weakest entry. Uh, this to is Screechy Screechster. Adam Lambert, the Screechy Screecherston, with uh, a screeching Aerosmith song, Crying. Oh, and, you told uh, me about this. Oh, God. The extra screech is on this, so let's just roll with it. See you bopping your leg over there. Like this one? Yeah. Steven Tyler. Oh my god, that was horrible. Steven Tyler should rise up from his grave and shoot that guy in the face. He's like terrible. I can't believe he's voted the favorite to win. That's not even in the same league. That is as the original. Steven Tyler keeps it within That's like I don't want to say reason, the, but he keeps it within It's like I'm over at the corner bar and it's karaoke night. I know, he's yeah. terrible. All he does is screech on that, everything that every, I've ever heard. Every shining example I put that in air quotes yeah. of him is is screechy screecherson. Exactly. Why is that why is that talented? Just because you can hit a high note. That's not even high, but you can blast a loud uh, pitchy note like that. He why is, is the, that talented? Uh, like 
head and shoulders apparent favorite to win everything. I would pick any of these other people that we've heard not, over him. Runner-up guy, or not runner-up. I mean, they haven't had the finale, right? Yeah. But uh, the guy you played in slot number two? Yeah. That guy is better than him. I, I think any of these other four are better than him. That was just... It's just awful. It, it's... Really? He sounds I, like a banshee on crack. No, I don't understand it. <sighs> he should be shot in the face for that. But iTunes doesn't really give us much better. It's uh Oh iTunes. He's, let me guess. <laughs> oh <it's>, side shoes. <laughs> I don't want to guess. Fucking side cheese. It's black eyed peas. That's what I thought. With boom boom pow. You can dance, Dave. You can definitely dance. You've never heard this song. Hey yo. Auto tuner. We should auto tune this entire show. <laughs> oh my god! Now, how do you decide god, awful. between those two? <laughs> Pass. That is terrible. <laughs> Pass. That's the worst Black Eyed Peas song I've ever heard. I know. Those are the two number one entries. Boom, boom, pow. Oh my god. I'm, pow. I, I don't even pow, know. Which, pow. Yeah, I don't even know which it's way to go. It's still better man. than Lady Gaga. <clears throat> but how is it? How? What a oh shitty talk. I would take Lady Gaga about. over that. I think I would too, actually. <sighs> I think I would take almost. Can I just pass any of everything? the bottom four over either of the top two? They're both awful. Man, that was. I don't know. I can't pick. <clears throat> They're I, both too awful. It's two and a half for each. I hate you, America. <laughs> Your music tastes suck. You made us not even be able to pick a winner here. Jesus Christ. Die America. <laughs> Die American music industry. <sighs> All right. Man, I saw. Uh, so, do we have a winner? No, it's tied. It's tied, tied two and a half. They're both sucky. Tied yes. with bullshit. <laughs> they both suck. They're both awful. Man, I saw. Um, like I said in the intro or what God. I put in there, like anyone could ever know which one sucks more. I saw the guy from Black Eyed Peas on uh, Bill Maher's show last yeah. year. He's kind of a moron. Which guy are you talking about? There's several couple guys. In it's Black the Eyed main dude that's like supposed to be like all deep <clears throat> and smart, and that's the reason yeah. everyone loved the Black Eyed Peas at first because they were like they actually had some depth to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a dumbass. Mm. He's also. like, well, he's like Bill Maher has him on his show, and they're like talking and trying to debate, yeah. and he's just you can tell he's a rapper. He's like completely out of his league when Man, it comes what's to that having to intelligent conversations. He raps all of his dialogue. <laughs> Everything is in rhyme. It was, he did it, was just, it was just interesting to see him like floundering to try to be able to compete with these people that do this ever, you know, all the time. Like, I don't really know what to say. Politicians yeah, and then yeah, Bill Maher who it's hard to throw him off sides politics. anyways. <laughs> even if he's kind of dumb sometimes. Yeah. He still is really good at debating. Yeah, saw that show. Just, I can't remember what the guy's name is. It's in the Black Eyed Peas, but it was really insane. Like, like, why do you think you need that, to be on this show? I think his I name is Fergie. Black shows. No, <laughs> <laughs> they're all black unisex comedians. It's a weird band. Was the other guy, the short guy, uh, not the skinny guy. I was gonna say I actually saw a Bill Maher show the other day, and it actually didn't beat me for some reason. I've been listening to. I've been going back and listening to <laughs> all his uh, uh back podcast for the year. <laughs> he doesn't beat me as much as I thought he did. He's when still I give not much great. more of a chance than just hearing clips of him every he once be in a while. He's still ass, kind of so. a beating, but like, oh he's yeah, not he's, as, a, he's a beating about certain things. But yeah. overall, he's not as bad as I. He's not as bad as like Keith Olbermann. Keith, Keith Olbermann's a douche, but he's not as big as a douche as Keith Olbermann. They had uh, Seth MacFarlane on the last one I saw. Yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty good. good. Was that this week's? 
last week's. Yeah, this okay. week, uh, actually, they have the wire creator. He's supposed to be on there. Yeah, cool. So check kinda, that out. Kind of interested in that. He has a new show. Did you know that? Um, I heard about New Orleans. Yeah, I heard he had music one. Scene. Should be interesting. A couple of guys from the wire in it. Um, so we'll see how good ones? it is. Stuff. Okay. Maybe so, Dave. I don't know. Dave, I wasn't talking. Yeah, there you are. You just did. Black ones. Oh. See, uh, yeah. kind of low voiced all of a sudden. Yeah. It's kind of just fading out. He's pod fading. All right. On this exciting note, I think we have reviews coming up. Do we? Supposedly. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have to restate briefly a review of Star Trek. And nah, I've seen it now. Uh, Dave has seen it. <coughs> and uh, what else we're gonna? Do? Oh yeah, we have Dolph Dolph House. We have Dolph House to talk about. Is that oh, about yeah. Dolph Lundgren? It is. It is. <laughs> And let's see. Oh, we're gonna, no, no, no. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Tyson. It's all deep German voice. The documentary Tyson and the documentary uh, Thrilla in Manila. So I could quick hit uh, the Carlover uh, documentary as well. Uh, but Mechophilia. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we have a lot of quick hits. We'll quick, quick hit you in the face. You're listening to the break room. That's a good. Uh, that's a good serving. With your controller, beat them all, and you've got a shot at Tyson's title. But for that, you've got to beat Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's Punch Out from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power. And going. Okay. And we're back. All right. Oh, that was okay. Never mind. Wow, that was good. Not much of a back intro. Uh, cream? So cream, should cream? we start with... Um, better? Yeah, Cream Cunt is Cox better. Cream? With cream? Dolph House? Cream? We'll Cox start with cream? Dolph House. The season finale of Dolph House. Un- un- unfortunately not the series finale. Uh, unfortunately not. Uh, this episode was called Omega, written by uh, longtime Whedonverse writer Tim Minear. Go fuck your mother. And it's basically, we now know who Alpha is. He kidnaps Echo and tries to, he basically turns her, in the end, into Omega. Um, but in along the way, he takes uh, Chrissy from Growing Pains and implants her with Echo's personality. And then tries to get Omega to kill uh, Caroline. Show me that smile again. Oh. Show me that smile. Oh. Have you been huffing paint again? So that's the uh, the basic premise. Although in the end, uh, well, Alpha and Omega get into a fight. Kinky. Because Omega, I guess, feels that she's a good person. Paul Skinny Hook. I guess. Or didn't want to kill herself, whatever. Um, <clears throat> didn't want to kill Growing Pain's chick. Yeah. Well, we see the uh, we see the experiment or whatever that killed or that created Alpha, um, where he got 40-some-odd brains or personalities inserted into his one. Um Let's see what else happened. Oh, we Damn, discovered that Doctor Saunders uh, is also a doll, <clears throat> and is the personality used to, be an old guy. used to be an old guy. Although maybe that old guy was also a doll. Who knows? Um, and we have a I doubt the, that. the only cool, maybe. the only maybe, the only cool revelation. I'm say maybe, he was. Maybe he was the first doll. I'm gonna say he um, was. The the only cool revelation from this episode I thought was that uh, that 
Dr. Saunders was the doll, and she asked Topher, why did you make me hate you when he programmed the personality? <laughs> Which we never figured that out. Yeah. Um, Don't really I do care. like to uh, think that at nighttime, the old man goes back to his room and plays with his new breast. Now just, that he has a one. young female the body that he's living in. Oh, and uh, like I predicted, uh, Paul it's Ballard. Like, These things are so awesome. <laughs> uh, Paul Ballard is now working for the dollhouse. So. Which was kind of dumb, but yeah, it was really predictable. Dumb. Highly, highly predictable. Oh, and uh, November has been released from her contract. So she's now out yes. of the show. He, got, he got her released. Right. That was the deal. Feel the poop. Um, so, Dave. So what Alpha's did you, still on the loose. Alpha's on the loose. Although that... That was the stupid. That was okay. That was another stupid thing. So he has <laughs> Caroline. He has Caroline's hard drive, right? And Omega is chasing after him. Omega Echo is chasing after him, and he drops it from like two stories up, and it lands perfectly on this rail bar, oh, yeah. where three fourths of it is hanging off, and somehow it yet doesn't fall all the way sixty stories below. Yes. And, and I love that. I love. I love how stupid. he's like running upstairs into this complex. Yeah. But then How he's did just he get gone. away? Yeah. yeah, like they don't just like think. Oh, maybe we should wait for him to come down from the right. complex, right. or maybe we should go upstairs yes. because he can't go anywhere <laughs> else because that, he can't fly. They catch the hard drive and the scene's just yeah, over. yeah, it's just over. It's like oh, there's well, no more chase. They're not trying to find him anymore. Yeah, and oh, and there was no apparently there was no problem with getting Omega back despite the unstableness. Mm-hmm. Like oh, let's just go imprint you. Time for your treatment. Okay, that was that was the poorest ending. Not the it wasn't the worst ending of any of these episodes. But it was very it totally poorly just constructed. Cut off, like. Yeah, it was pretty poor. Very poorly constructed. Um, not the worst episode, but not <clears throat> nearly not the best good episode. either. Not awesome. Um, the previous one was better than this. Bright, yeah, I guess. Bright, yeah. I mean, only in that uh, Echo had a significant role in this episode. <clears throat> Eliza Dushku actually looked pretty hot this episode. She did look hot. Give her that. Give me a kiss. Um, I said that multiple times during the show. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, blah blah. Nothing else. No, no worthy happened. So, <laughs> Dustin, what did you think of Omega? What did I think of Omega specifically? The episode Omega. <clears throat> oh, uh, it kind of sucked. And just kind of like the rest of the show. It was maybe slightly better than some episodes, but it was still really bad. It was yeah. better just due to the fact we didn't have to put up with the sideshow <clears throat> bullshit. That's yeah. true. That was the only good thing about it, really. Because there was no sideshow bullshit, but then the main story wasn't that great either in this particular episode. So, yeah. I really think Fox should have uh, put one between the eyes on this show. So I don't really understand why it's going on. Well, and it's getting and renewed now. The and worst thing about it getting renewed is it means Josh Whedon can't go work on anything else new and better. Except, uh, well, who knows? He might. You never know. He he's may, not. He's not like one of the regular writers like he was on other shows. Um. So uh, here's hoping that he takes a heavier <laughs> hand next season and it gets better. Uh, Dave, what did you think of? Seen about oh. three episodes of Firefly, and I really don't understand Fox's logic. Oh, and can't treat that? to treat that show so badly. Yeah, Eric completely out of order. Fuck, fuck with everybody. Which I, I bet it was confusing as fuck if you yeah, watched it originally. Right. I mean, you could probably pick it up, but it's yeah. like, what the hell? If they started with, then they start with the second episode. I want to say maybe they, the third. They started with the second or third, and then they didn't air the. Uh, they didn't air Serenity, the first episode, until, I want to say, well into its run. So, why they treated that show like a piece of shit and didn't say, oh, you know, this, maybe let's give this another shot. Yeah. Even if they decided to cancel it, got a big fan feedback. Right. If they canceled Dollhouse, no one would give a fuck. And they're going to go ahead and renew it. Well, I, that, I just don't understand You know, you it. would think so, but yet, I have seen, like, I used to think I was a Whedon apologist in a lot yeah. of ways, because I stick up for Buffy and, and Angel all the time. 
But I have never seen the Whedon Apologista come out like they have under this. It is amazing. Like I'm reading on Twitter this morning, people talking about, oh, I'm so ecstatic that Dollhouse was renewed. Is this what being high is like? Oh my it's like, god! It's like Jesus Christ! The show is not that good. Uh, I no, mean, it's not. I thought I wasn't. I am nowhere near the apologist that I thought it was. I mean, the show deserved to get fewer and fewer ratings. It was. It That's was what a, happened, right? It was a good premise. Yes, a good premise, poorly executed in most cases. Then the thing know. is, with uh, the previous episode, Briar Rose, I guess it is. I can see from here. They had a decent setup that they could have actually done a couple of good mm-hmm. things with, but they went. It was kind of like Matrix Revolutions. They just yeah. took like the easiest road, took some stupid conclusions, and just kind of yeah. wanted to end it. Yeah, and it was just it was dumb. It was it was not great at all. <clears throat> and by the way, just as an aside, you know, Topher's working in the lab. What happened to random Asian doctor assistant? You remember the one that oh, kind of yeah. had the crush on him? She's just gone for this episode and is not helping him program the uh, some penis all the shit. Yeah. She's just gone. Let's not explain that. I have no she became idea. Kind of a, somewhat of an, you know, a minor supporting character, a very important supporting character. I don't know. Personally, I didn't like the episode. It was it was all right. I expected more. One cool revelation, and that was it. Kind of uh, summed up the whole series so far, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, just kind of lukewarm. Lukewarm to not very good. Mm-hmm. Mostly not very good, yeah. with occasional lukewarmness. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed? <clears throat> Agreed. That's very concise. <laughs> it is. It's specifically to the point. Uh, some of your tots. Okay, in our quick hitted reviewness, uh, are we gonna actually keep? I guess we'll have to see what happens next season. Yeah, <clears throat> are we gonna really keep reviewing? I don't know. It? I think we could find better uses for our. I think so time. too. Yeah, I think Lost might be. I think a if I'm gonna use. be pressured into watching something before the show, I don't want it to be this again for another season. I I could I could I could do with that. I, I could want to watch that. it. I could watch it on my own, but okay, we'll I don't want to watch it. So yeah. I'll never our, see it again. Our reviews are canceled of the show. I'll never see it again. I will watch it and see if it gets any better, but. I'm not expecting Well, you can much. go ahead and update us. Let us know. Okay, I'll do that. that Maybe I'll do that. I probably won't, but I might. Awful. That's going to be your update. I'm much more compelled by Lost, which has gotten way better this season, <clears throat> or shows like that. Well, I can't exactly review that since I've never seen any episodes. You've I'm, not, got, I'm not just going to pop in and watch it. You've got until 2010 to watch the previous uh, five seasons. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that'll happen. Yeah, probably not. All you <clears> need <throat> is one a month. You'll be fine. Doesn't take long at all. Good show. Yeah, well, I, trust I don't want to start watching it until it's all the way over. <laughs> all right, fine. Be that I just don't want to go through it and then it sucks at the end. Like I spent six seasons watching this. Yeah, or I watched you know 130 episodes and then it blew. It's JJ Abrams, so I'm expecting <clears throat> it to be to end well. Big Daddy. So uh, let's talk about Star Trek because Nate asked us to re-review it because he said he couldn't understand the uh, review we did before. Uh, I, I didn't hear what y'all said before yet. Um. I don't want to go back and explain the plot again, other than Romulans versus Star Trek Academy. Back in time, time flippy stuff, <coughs> etc. Uh, I really enjoyed the movie, and I thought I admire Paramount for being willing to um, change the game, as it were, on the uh, Star Trek universe. It needed this. Uh, the, the Star Trek mythology had gotten very stale. Um, well, and now... Uh, sorry. No, oh, go ahead. Now they've set it up to where they can do whatever the fuck they want with right. Kirk's life. Exactly. Now it's an alternate universe. Anything could happen. It doesn't have to go in line with the old movies at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they can they can definitely do anything they want. I mean, and I admire that, though. I think it kind of needed to happen. Uh, I think you can have major events that happen in the regular universe, but they can have an alternative spin yeah. on them. Now, they, if they don't want con, they don't have to do a con. I mean, they yeah. can do whatever the hell they want. It's all um, totally alternate universe. Although I don't know the... I think you would keep con around, but... Uh, well, I'm just saying. Yeah, they don't have to. 
Although technically in that universe, Khan still happened because he was, anyways. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't mean they're going to interact with <laughs> I know, them. I know, I um, know. <clears throat> so, Dave, you saw it uh, the, yesterday, right? So, what did you think of it? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Girls it at, uh, love it. I want to see it again. Saw it at Studio Movie Grill, and we ended up, for some reason, the back, like, literally entire half of the theater was reserved Yeah. for some random group. So we, so we got there early and we still ended up having to go to like the first, we were on like the second row from yeah. the front. The best. So that was kind of a beating. The action, you can't, you know, when you're that close, it's kind of hard to tell what's going on in some of the action mm-hmm. scenes. So I wouldn't mind seeing it again where I can see the entire screen better. Yeah, I definitely. But even it. then, it was still pretty good. Um, wasn't my favorite Star Trek ever, but it's definitely up there. Yeah. Star Trek Five, your favorite? Um, no. With Spock's um, brother? No. Uh, <laughs> Insurrection. Six is probably my favorite. Insurrection was terrible. <laughs> um, it was good. I thought there was a couple. I thought I loved the way warp was. The way they yeah. did the warp drive stuff. That sounded and that looked was, really that cool. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, I liked most of the people they picked for characters. They were all pretty damn good and pretty funny. But still fitting in with what their characters were on the show. Yeah. Vilder Vama Vama. Is that your impression of Chekhov? Was Kirk it good? was pretty damn good as a Kirk. thought he fit the role pretty good. Cleaner. I thought the hand thing where his hands got all swollen was kind of goofy and dumb. Yeah. It was funny, but I think they took it a little too far. It looked too fake. Yeah, I, I It was a little that. too goofy looking. Yeah. It was funny, though. They I could have, too much. They could have just made him kind of swollen or made like his neck a little swollen or something, you know? Yeah. But uh, it looked... That was a little goofy, especially for two seconds later, they were totally back to normal. What the well, hell? They have Whatever, extremely the fast switched acting. over. They have fast acting to acting in the future. Um... <laughs> I thought overall though it was pretty damn good. I would have liked. I thought the didn't the Romulans used to look differently in the old series. They had um, like the wrinkly forehead, not like not like Klingons, but they had like that kind of like a more accentuated brow, wrinkle. Yeah, like yeah. really, that, like that was one of their main features. I mean, I thought they that would have been kind of cool to have a little bit yeah, more but of a tribute again, to that. You know, Klingons also used to look just like humans, but with darker skin. So it's true. Um, you know, they um, changed that up at some point. The ships were cool. I liked the cool Spock ship. Well, I like the fact that, again, they made it a, a justifiable and understandable villain. But maybe it wasn't really... He was a villain, but you understood his prerogative. Because it was... You know, he saw his whole... Um, he he, saw, he witnessed a complete tragedy. And uh, that's, an, you know, that's an under, understandable motive for revenge. And I, you completely can sympathize with his character. And he was just a minor. He wasn't some dictator and... Some super Romulan, you know. And I like, I did kid. like that they had Spock in it, but they didn't like bring back, like they didn't have the entire old cast and like right. they didn't resurrect James Doohan and spots and stuff. Yeah, J.J. Abrams. Abrams. They didn't have everyone left alive, like somewhere hidden in the well, movie or somewhere like in a like they didn't have Spock going getting back on his old ship. Yeah, and showing that or something. You know, back through the time. Yeah, through the black hole. I, I thought that I thought for sure in the end they would have gone to the standard Star Trek, and at the very end they were going to find a way to reverse all of the effects. You know, yeah, of what happened during the movie, but I applaud them for not doing. And that. I loved, I loved the whole Spock telling him, like insinuating that if he met the other Spock, like the space time fabric would rip and all yeah. hell would break loose. And then I love that at the end, he's like, "Eh, <laughs> they're just the meeting. It's like no big deal." Yeah, I, I really like that. Like it doesn't affect the entire timeline for future and normal time selfs yeah. to meet. I thought that was cool. Yeah, the still the only the only thing, and I said this last Although, week. I think, but it was random that he was. I mean, I guess yeah, he could have gotten off that planet. Yeah, 
but it was kind of random that he was randomly just standing there in the bay. It's convenient, but whatever. Uh, I thought it was really good, and I thought J.J. Abrams kind of uh, <laughs> put in a bit of a, an, an, I don't know, a nod to Alias, because the, the red uh, ball time stuff that they extract, I don't know if he has an obsession with red balls, um, but he had that in Alias, too. Like That was the ultimate plot device in Alias, was this giant red ball of goo. That nobody knew what it did. So maybe, matter. maybe the red matter. So maybe it causes time travel. Maybe so. So I, I, can, I liked also that when they're in when they're in warp and they're going to Vulcan at the beginning, it takes like two seconds for them to get there. Mm-hmm. Who knew Vulcan Man, was so close? Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I, I thought that was funny. We'll be there in about three minutes. Yeah. Well, did you notice their transporters were also much faster in this movie? Yeah. Although I didn't like the effect as much. I like the up and down line effect yeah. more than the spinny around. It's a different effect. universe, Dave. I like that. I definitely wish they would have went with the older style transporters. Yeah. And I thought the the other thing I really, really liked about the design was the fact that engineering the bowels of, of the ship actually looked like a real, like you would expect a submarine or an actual ship to look like. There, there's pipes and all kinds of conduits. It looked like a real engineering bay should. Yeah, I'm a nerd. I thought that was very, very cool. Yeah. It's not yeah, just the one core in the yeah, middle. Yeah, there's like it. 50 that's the cores. only thing in the yeah. engineering room is the core. Yeah. And a bunch of computers. Yeah. yeah. And like in the old series, it was just like one pipe, you know? I thought that was very I also liked cool. that they kind of with the ship, they went with the original kind of style ship. Yeah. Where it still looked cool, but it wasn't like so new, crazy looking like mm. some of the newer shows have done. And it still had the original center, like blue orb spot in the middle of it, yeah. of the base, which they kind of went away from later on. And I'm glad they, they had acknowledgments to the old series too. Um, and even, maybe not old series, but they even had a nod, a nod to... Uh, Enterprise in there with the, I know. They mentioned Admiral Archer, I know. which is the captain from Enterprise, who captained the first Enterprise. So, oh, that I was liked. Kind of cool. uh, I liked their uniforms were pretty good. Yeah, it was nice. I was really afraid when they announced this that the old gold and blue uniforms were going to look terrible. The best, but they they made them textured, and so it looked a lot came off a lot better. But yeah, what's her name is insanely hot. Who's that? Um, or her? Yeah, she's hot. Uh. Did you masturbate? No, but <laughs> you know. And speaking of Studio Movie Girl, I just hate that place. Just because I, if you buy a ticket, it doesn't mean that you necessarily get into the theater, which is what <clears throat> we bought. I think something a few years ago, Dustin and I went and we bought tickets online, and we went there and we didn't. They're like, "Oh, well, the theater's full." I said, "Yeah, but we still have tickets. You have a set number of seats, right?" Yeah, Did that doesn't guarantee that doesn't guarantee you admission. That's what? Awesome. I know that was bullshit. I remember that. I don't remember what movie it was. Something yeah. I think. Something else was there that was sold out. We were worried it was Star Trek, but I think it was actually Angels and Demons. Ah. Did you bring condoms? But, uh, yeah, I can't stand watching movies there. It's, I like the chairs because yeah. it's better Me than too. a theater chair. But that's the only thing I like about it there. The theater's not dark enough. Like, they have those side lights yeah. on so the waiters can kind of see where they're chairs. going. And there's always waiters moving. That bothers me. There's waiters moving. There's people eating, which is much louder than just the normal food usually. Yeah. You got the little red things people are turning on all the time, and... Um, their screen isn't normally as quite as big or as yeah. good. The sound system was actually really good this time, which sometimes it's not a hundred percent either. But it was the sound system was really good. Did you bring condoms? They had it up nice and loud. It was like thundering. Yeah, which can be a little annoying too when your ears start popping. But do you masturbate? So uh, let's was, talk that was about for you, Marcus. <laughs> speaking of condoms and masturbating, <laughs> let's talk about a um. An alleged or convicted rapist named Mike Tyson. Mike Iron Mike Tyson. Not Mike Stefan. 
Uh, no, not Mike Stephan Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Tyson, yeah. Tyson. Tyson. <laughs> we, uh, Dustin and I um, went and saw uh, another exclusive screening. Uh, yep. We went to go see the uh, documentary. Again, didn't invite anybody else we know. No. It wasn't even a lot. It was another one of those Spider-Man things right. where I couldn't even get in. Yep, exactly. Um, we well, we went had a big off-air fight about it. We did. I quit Don't the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we went and saw Tyson, the documentary, which is 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 self-descriptive. Uh, yeah, basically about the life about? of Mike, about Mike Tyson. Ah. Not, surprisingly enough, not about, about Tyson. Buster Douglas. It's not about Tyson's chicken either. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But it's it's almost the entire movie is almost completely a one on one interview with Mike Tyson. With it's pretty much I thought Tyson it may have been talking about, the whole. Yeah. Time. I thought it may have been the model Tyson. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, yeah. It's pretty much just Tyson talking about himself. You don't ever hear any questions. You don't ever really. All the only other voices you hear are in old news clips of him, and um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and him of in his trainer. Um, and was it like a with. was it like a kiss ass documentary? Like it was no, to not at all. absolutely good? not. No, it was or not like a, a, like a harsh real look at him. It's pretty much just a straight real look. It, it wasn't. It's, it wasn't really. It didn't really have an agenda at all. I don't think. No. I think it was just Tyson being Tyson. It, it could it have been. It could have been called confession in a lot of ways. <clears throat> uh, yeah, because it's just Mike Taxi Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson yeah. Tyson cab confessions. It was him being very blunt about himself, and um, it's amazing because you see the two sides of this guy like in some ways you think that he's extremely stupid when you yeah. listen to him talk and the things he's done you think he's a complete idiot and then he says some things like at the very beginning of the movie i don't remember the exact quote but he says some things that are very insightful and it's like well, maybe this guy's kind of smart and so it's it's a very weird contradiction well the thing though is it, I think he just rambles, and sometimes sometimes what he cold says comes out. Yeah. Is it sounds kind of good. Because he does ramble a lot. A perfect example of this in this documentary is in the middle when he's talking about what he wants in a woman. Yeah, he is all over the place on that. It's from yeah. I want a strong woman. I want her to be in control. But then he wants to dominate her, and he doesn't yeah. want a strong woman. And then he wants like a CEO type woman. But yeah. then he wants a woman he can do whatever he wants to in bed with. And then he's it's like it's. It's kind of crazy how it just goes up and down, and Man. like he contradicts what he's saying over and over. And <clears throat> he's totally gay. How? So how? I think gay? he totally wants a dude. He does not really want a woman. Why do you think that? I just think it. I don't think he really <laughs> wants a woman. I think he wants a guy. All right. I think he wants a guy to dominate him. And maybe I don't know. Uh, there was no mention of that. There was no confession about that. It's breaking news now. now. But. Uh, now. Now. In some ways, you know, you you when you hear his backstory, you really feel sorry for him. Um, yeah, I was going to he say he's had a he's had a kind of a shitty life. But then he, he starts just, out, you know, being basically he admits that he's a thug. He goes in and robs drug dealers. Well, it didn't robs, even start like that. That's not even how other, it starts. Well, it starts way before that about he's a normal kid, somewhat yeah. normal. You know, he has like he takes care of pigeons, um, and then people okay, start well, beating he, him up. He starts off, yeah, being a, a scared kid. Yeah, and then he starts fighting people, and then he gets into being a thug. Then he goes into uh, he basically. I don't remember exactly how he hooks up with this uh, this trainer of his. He was in prison. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in upstate New York somewhere. I think. Yeah, in he prison. started. He started learning from another boxer in prison. <laughs> yeah, and that guy, when Tyson got out of prison, he sent him to um, the the guy. I can't remember his name now. The trainer that would ultimately yeah. make him a you know a great fighter. When he when he was actually world champion when he was twenty, which yeah. also in this you find out interesting little tidbits like. He had inflamed gonorrhea when he was fighting, yeah. and what became the uh, world champion of the yeah. 
Uh, I, that, and he said that was part of his motivation because he was burning so bad. Yeah, it was part of put, put the fire in him. They show a clip at the very like before the fight's even started, and he's just sweating buckets. Yeah, just uh, it's pretty interesting to hear all the behind the scenes stuff. And you know, he basically admits that the last couple of fights he did were pretty much for money. We're just for cash. Yeah, um, you know, he didn't really even think he would win. He got his ass kicked in both of them, and he's like, oh, you know, I had bills to pay, whatever. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that uh, is really interesting about it is that. I think he's just 100% who he is, and he just yeah. talks about who he is, and that's that's what you get. And it's he's it's an interesting uh, personality. He's extremely honest. I mean, <laughs> he says he didn't rape uh, Desiree Washington, the uh, Miss Black America that he went to jail for. Yeah, but he, but, but he then, said he's done second, other things. Yeah, but the next thing he says, but of course I've taken advantage of other women. Yeah, you know, it just which, wasn't that one. Yeah, it just wasn't her. Yeah, he called her like a a disgusting waste of humanity or something like that. A vile, disgusting waste. Says of that about Don King as well. Yeah, yeah, he's very blunt about Don King. Apparently, and, uh, said he got in a fight with Don King into some back alley somewhere and actually beat the hell out of him. Yeah, when he found <clears> out that uh, that Don King had stolen a bunch of his money, um, and, and and then again, you think about the level of wealth he had because he's talking about how he had to sue to get some of his money back that he was owed, mm-hmm. and he's like. It was some tri- trite amount of money, like twenty or thirty million dollars. Yeah, he's like, it, it was really nothing to me. But it wasn't really any big I was deal. Like, Jesus Christ! Like, why'd you have to get a couple of fights for money if twenty, thirty dollars or twenty, thirty thousand million? Yeah, it's really not much. Yeah, but he said he says that he has to live life in the extremes. He has either has to be dirt poor, or he has to be spending like having a ton of money and just spending it left and right. Yeah, so he's clearly mod- he very unstable. Can't moderate. Yeah. It's kind of like Mark. It is. It is basically like me. I live yeah. that that lifestyle now i just don't spend it on equipment for this show yeah exactly um you spend it on ways to get inflamed gonorrhea exactly there's you always have to find new and exciting ways <laughs> so i thought it was a i thought it was an excellent documentary and uh, i give it a thumbs up i <laughs> recommend if you're if you've ever been a, a fan of train wrecks or or boxing i highly recommend Are you have any interest in tyson just because yeah just because he was personality. When yeah. you come from our generation you know he was a pretty big mm-hmm. figure yeah it's just interesting the uh impression i have as a kid you know yeah think of this guy's a badass at 20 and he's got he's got his nintendo game and all this other stuff which i kind of thought that might come up just to as a side note but it never did yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean they never because he's so completely boldly honest like you might just be like yeah i went through this rape they took my name off all these video games i just thought yeah. that might come up but anyway it was just interesting man a couple more like uh right have, did you ever see the smashing machine I think you may have seen it about Mark Kerr, the Ultimate Fighter guy. Oh yeah, yeah, we watched. I don't one. know if you've seen it, Dustin. You got to yeah. watch that. It's really good. It's kind of just an honest look at his life like that. Yeah, he used to be a really big MMA guy. Yeah, but he's all roided up and stuff, and it's all about his steroid use and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. But also another really good, like, just bottom of the gutter life story documentary they're showing on MTV right now. It's uh, about Stevo. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It's no. called Demise and Rise. You should try and TiVo it. It's in, dude, it's insane. He is crazy. But is it about his complete life? Yeah. Well, no, it's about like Stevo. Basically, yeah, it's about his complete life. But it focuses mo- mainly on after Jackass when he, like, basically Jack- the Jackass guys and doing the show was the only thing keeping him from <clears throat> going full blown drug addict. Mm. And then once they were done with Jackass two, he like spins out of control. Stevo. But he he videos everything he does his whole life. So yeah. like it's all on camera. It's insane. Wow, that's really good. It's on MTV. It's interesting. How, yeah. So how they, they're really playing it all the time right now. Of course. Well, that's what they do with every fucking show they have. Oh yeah. yeah. But it's 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 only an hour. It's definitely worth checking out. Dazzling dinger of a doha diddy. So Tyson also claims that he was the he's the best fighter ever. Yeah, he I did was just comparing that. this to Muhammad Ali's record, which Tyson was fifty and uh, six, and 
Ali was um, 56 and 5. Yeah. So I think somebody Maybe has a, a slight, little bit slight advantage. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Muhammad Ali, uh, I actually, last night I watched, um, there's an HBO documentary on right now that you can, I think they still airing about once a week. It's called Thrill in Manila. And uh, it's about the, it's really about the whole relationship between Joe Frazier and, and Muhammad Ali. But it, of course, focuses on whoa their third and last fight uh, in bad, Manila. Man. I think and uh, really good. I, I highly recommend this documentary if you're if you're a fan of boxing at all. Um, which I've been a very casual fan over the years. Um, uh, fallen off recently or in the <laughs> last since Lennox Lewis kind of went away. Um, but it, it's amazing the relationship these two guys had because you always heard like I I'd always heard about how much they hated each other, but <gasps> I never knew that apparently at one point they were actually friends and Joe Frazier was at the top of his game. And especially when Muhammad Ali had, had lost his license to box. And yeah. Frazier's giving him money just to pay rent at one point. And then when this third fight comes around, Muhammad Ali, to promote it, just completely turns on him and starts calling him a gorilla and Uncle Tom. Um, yeah. You know, doing impressions of him like he's a like he's a retard or something. And then they, you know... You know how I just, know that you're And then because of that, Frazier develops this complete hate of him. Yeah. And, you know... Muhammad Ali after the fight because they went 14 rounds after he was saying that he would be out in something like six rounds he went and apologized Muhammad Ali apologized to his son to uh, Joe Frazier's son but never apologized to Joe Frazier hmm. and Frazier told his son um, I think it was Joe Jr. or Mike Frazier or something like that that uh, you know but what you do I care he didn't, chairs. he didn't apologize to me and uh, so it's odd to ask about desk chairs <laughs> And Fra- it's funny, Fra- Frazier thinks that he's the one who made Muhammad Ali like he is today, you know, yeah. all fucked up. He he credits himself with that. And his voicemail is actually something like, um, hey, it's Joe Frazier, straight as a razor. Uh, yeah, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Uh, I'm the one who did that to, uh, that to him or something like that. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, he goes, he, knows, he knows, look at him or something like that. I don't know. I have the rhyme completely Mark? Mark? fucked up, but. But it's uh, his voicemail message is still all about Muhammad Ali. Foot like a butterfly, sting like a bee. I'm the one that tarted up Muhammad Ali. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and it, and he said somebody is asked that, him during an interview that, when Muhammad Ali ran the torch for the Olympics. He's like, "What do you think about that?" And he's like, "I think he should be pushed in the fire." You know, and he <laughs> still holds a tremendous grudge. And then again, you know, you look at it, and Frazier was tr- you know treated like complete him. crap after he lost. Um, well, after he, he didn't really lose, he kind of gave up the fight, or his trainer did. Yeah. Um, you know, Frazier still owns his gym, but he lives in the back room of his gym. He's completely poor. Whereas Muhammad Ali still has millions and is, you know, selling his likeness for millions. So it's uh, it's completely one-sided to Joe Frazier's point of view, but yeah. it, I highly recommend it. And uh, look out for the extreme douche that was uh, Muhammad Ali's doctor in this documentary. Woo! He's a complete asshole. Let's put it that way. Really? The way, like, the interviewer asks him questions, you know, just typical interview questions. He's like, are you kidding me? Are, do you really do this job for real? You know, are, have you ever watched boxing? You're a complete idiot. And it's like, <laughs> God, you're an asshole. Fuck you. It's like, Anyways. it's like you trying to talk to Thomas about baseball. Right, Fuck exactly. You. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I, I give that one a thumbs up. So we'll talk about yet another documentary. My, I guess so. Uh, are you thinking you might want to have sex with me? This is, uh, what's it called? Uh, my my Car is My Lover. That's it. Yeah. BBC documentary. Yeah, this, uh, I actually DVR'd this a while ago, uh, based on a recommendation from a local radio show. They right. actually talked about it and 
wanted to check it out because it sounded really weird. And uh, it is. It lives up to its weirdness. Um, you can find it on YouTube, the complete documentary. Yeah. Basically, it's about uh, these people that are macrophiliacs that uh, they don't like, you know, they don't like sex with people. They're not interested in that. It's just uh, they get really turned on by their cars. And it, they follow two different guys. There's one guy <clears throat> from uh, Seattle, Washington that uh, yeah, I guess he's really big into it. He's got a uh, 1972 uh, VW Beetle that he calls Vanilla. And, uh, vanilla sugar. Yeah, that's his uh, sexy name Sweet for vanilla it. Vanilla cream pie. Um, and basically makes out with his car all the time, masturbates on it, he, rubs up against it, whatever. Say, yeah, he has sex with it. Um, fucks it in the tailpipe and all kinds of stuff. Well, it's um, hot? I would think probably not, but maybe. Only when he's feeling kinky. And then uh, there's another guy somewhere, I believe it was in Missouri, there's about a 20-year-old guy that mm. he's also one of these. And basically, this documentary follows these two guys, uh, gets them to meet out somewhere in California uh, for some reason at a car show. So they can which, have a you know, It's like taking, you know... Given a, taking an addict to a crack house, but they took them to a car show in, it's funny in San Diego. The, the, the guy in Missouri is like uh, early college age. He's like 20. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm not gay because all, all his friends think he's gay. Yeah. He's like, i just not interested in women. Yeah. I only like cars. Yeah, he talks to his roommate about it. His roommate seems kind of <laughs> like, okay, dude. I just yeah. He basically said, do what you want. Just don't ever talk to me about it again. Yeah. Which it's funny because interesting. You know what I thought was weird? It's like at one, one Oh, did minute, you watch it? I've seen a middle segment. I yeah. haven't seen all of it. And I saw the part where they're interviewing him in Missouri, and he's sitting there mm. playing Gran Turismo. Yeah. And I'm thinking, is that like porn for, for mechaphilia? Basically, so it, I think it cause is. Because then he hands over the controller. I'm like, is he about to start masturbating watching Gran Turismo? And uh, the guy... Do you really want to touch that controller? Yeah. Exactly. The guy in Missouri, while of course he's odd because he fucks cars... He's more than... He's more normal than the guy from Seattle. The guy from Seattle is absolutely insane. He cannot leave anything alone. They Mm. stop at some uh, place on the way down to California. He tries to fuck some random car in the parking lot. He fucks the camera crew's car in the parking lot. (laughs) When he gets to the other place and the other guy meets up with him, the 20-year-old guy, he fucks the 20-year-old guy's car, which I bet that probably pissed him off because they actually end the the whole thing with the 20-year-old guy asking the guy, like, did you jizz all over my car? And it just cuts off at the end, so I don't know if they got into it or what. But Well, the guy from from Britain that I thought was interesting about him is he fucked Airwolf. Yeah, there was one guy that fucked Airwolf. I thought that was funny and hilarious and kind of awesome. (laughs) I might fuck Airwolf, too. I don't know. But they... They asked him, I, like... I would not, but that's an interesting story. <laughs> would you do it again if you had the chance to fuck Airwolf? He's like, I don't know. How do I'm you much actually more... fuck a car? Tailpipe? I don't they know. Rub it, how does they it, have it like, get you off? You put your door... They do, like, dry humping? They dry yeah. hump it. They rub it in between the seats. They put mm. it in the tailpipe. Uh, they do all that stuff. God. And, uh, yeah, the dude from Seattle, he just kind of walked out of his hotel room. They were filming him. He just He's pantless. He's blurred out. He just gets on his car and just starts going, like, in the middle of the fucking night in a, park, a public parking lot in a, in a hotel. That's insane. Uh, so, anyway. It's not it's, normal. And he calls them having, what is it, intimate relationships? <clears throat> hey, yeah. The, I know the London guy said that he hoped to go to this car show to have several intimate relationships with cars. Well, they, I think there was actually a London guy that, would not talk on camera, but there, it was the two guys from mm. America that were actually on the documentary. I, oh, think, okay. I think the guy you're thinking of is the guy from Seattle, actually. Oh, I thought he had a British accent or something. He's just a weird mountain guy from oh, Seattle. Oh, okay. The guy with vanilla? <laughs> yeah, the guy yeah, with yeah. vanilla. That's the one I'm thinking of. But, um, yeah. 
So anyway, that's that was that. It's really weird. That's some really weird humanity for you. If you yeah. ever want to check it out, it's, I recommend it. It's it's yeah. a good watch. The, the parts I've seen of it, it's a really uh, it's a really, it's really weird. Uh, there's also apparently another documentary on BBC with people that marry inanimate objects. Yeah, the object like the Eiffel Tower, the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Uh, I don't know something Empire State Building, all this mm. other shit. So maybe we'll review that sometime in the future. Do right. Stick it in the a hole. <laughs> what? Does the Eiffel Tower have an hole? No, do they stick it in their hay hole? Put it in my ass. Yeah. The whole Eiffel Tower? Yeah. Like, uh, like Timmy used to do with the, like, the smoke smokestack. Oh, stuff. maybe they do. I don't know. I haven't seen that one yet. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they'd probably get that graphic, but <laughs> they might blur that out. My big ass tool. Put it in my ass. <laughs> okay. So that's it for that. All right. Well, it's, a, it's a thumbs up for weirdness. Yeah. Probably a thumb sideways for quality. Thumbs down for humanity. Yes. Thumbs, thumbs, thumbs down for humanity. Oh, yes. Okay. <clears throat> so all anyway, right. all right. Gasoline out. Go out. Is there another down, one? Thumbs down humanity. Yeah. Thumbs down on humanity. Flaming thumbs down on humanity. From your musical choices to your fuckability. Yes. Or fuckables. Is that all the reviews? I thought we had a couple more. Is that it? I think we got through all six of them. All or right. eight, ten. We did like a hundred of them. How about uh, Battlestar? You got that? Do you want to review the entire Battlestar series? No, I don't. Let's go. Get the hell out of here. All right. Uh, 214-329-9827. Break room at gmail.com. Alcohol. Popsynica.com. Saturday sucks. <laughs>